Everybody, uh, welcome to the family. Uh, welcome everybody from the podcast um, or any other format channels that are uh, watching us live. I'm doing basically my review of the movie Wonder Woman '84. Um, you know, we're going to do a little comparison with the Wonder Woman of 2017 that was just called Wonder Woman. And um, right off the bat, you know, cut cut the story short. I will say. Um, I did not like Wonder Woman 84. Um, it was a huge disappointment. I mean, very huge disappointment. On When you saw the first Wonder Woman, it was good. It, it surprised you. You know, it was it was cool how they made it in the World War I era because you don't see a lot of those movies. So when you saw a cool era like World War I and just the, the sceneries of her, like, you know, crawling out of that, that ditch, whatever, and, and then just voting the missiles and the machine guns. You know, there was something special that that movie did. And this movie, you know, when I saw the trailers, right? And I saw with the trailers. When I saw the trailers, first of all, when you watch the trailers to this movie, you're like, what the hell is this movie even about? Okay. You, you, okay. Um, I see you got the actor, Pedro. Okay. Great. You know, we all know he's a great actor. Um, Christine Wig, great actress. I love her on uh, Sunday Night Live. You know, Pedro Pascal, you know, Chris Pine is back. You know, Cars, Cars Gal. Get it? You know, I mean, it, it, you know, you have some cool actors and actresses to join the cast for this one. And I feel like they were just wasted. You know, when you saw the trailer, you're like, okay, it's in the 80s. All right. You know, and the first thought when I heard it was in the 80s, I was thinking maybe they're going to uh, line up with the um, Russian war or something. You know, the Russian tear down the wall, you know, something in the background like in that. But basically, they did not. OK, they, they didn't go that way. Um, I mean, if, if you uh, read some of the storyline, I mean, it's basically rewind to the 1980s as Wonder Woman next big screen adventure finds her facing two all new fools, Max Lord and the Cheetah. Okay, so, you know, of course, they didn't really even tell you what uh, Pedro's job in, in the Wonder Woman movie with his trailer is like, what is he, you know, and so, and, and then you saw in the trailer, like, forced comedy, which I always hated in movies when you did a forced com comedy in it, and when I watched this movie, and exactly what they did, they forced comedy in it, and, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll give you a good example. Go back and watch Indiana Jones uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. One of the best adventure movies of all time. One of them. All right. When you watch the movie, it was serious. It had organic comedy. It wasn't forced, right? It was perfect. And then you watch Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which I still liked. But then you start seeing the forced comedy. You had uh, Kicks. I forgot. I forgot. The kid's name, and I'm sorry, um, his little buddy in it, the kid that he was watching, 
you know, then you start seeing the forest comedy, the, like the scene there in the jungle, um, uh, you know, the snakes, animals all around, the girls yelling and screaming, and, and you know, it, it, they force it in there. And I don't like it when they do that because it's not it's not organic. It's not natural. It's forced in there on purpose. It was like, like I know all comedy kind of sketches were like are written in, but not force forcefully. And I think one of the um, major problems with this movie is the storyline is so weak. I mean, it was just weak. And I, and, and I, you know, after studying it, I figured it out why the storyline was weak. Okay, and this is nothing against uh, Patty Jenkins. She's a great director. The action scenes were not the problem in this movie. You know, uh, P Patty Jenkins is very uh, known in Hollywood, of course. She made, you know, the, the Oscar movie, The Monster. Monsters or Monster, whatever it's called. You know, she's done great stuff. But she was, was the writer and a few others that helped write this movie. And if you look at Wonder Woman 1, what are the difference? Okay, like the main writers for this movie was Patty Jenkins and Geoff Johns. And there's four more people that, that are credit for writing this. Um, uh, Dave Callahan, William uh, Moulton Moston. I, I don't know who that is. But if you go back, the very first um, Wonder Woman, you had different writers. You have Alan Henberg. Jason, Jason Fudges. <laughs> I don't want to say because I don't want to make it sound like um, I'm saying another word. And Zack Snyder. Yes, Zack Snyder, the one who brought you the, the wonderful movie of Man of Steel, who brought you the cool Superman versus Batman, brought you that kind of like that real stuff, you know, like Chris Nolan did with his Batman movies, you know, something, you know, real, like, like if it would be like if, if superheroes was living you know in our time and one woman 84 lacks Zack snyder he, he had nothing to do with this movie he didn't write it or nothing and, and you missed that writing i mean right off the bat his, his it you know he developed that character gal got it that, that was her wonder woman he, he cast her great cast great actress she's not the problem and i i hate to say this that I think Patty Jenkins and this team of writers should just stick with uh, directing the movie, you know, getting the best out of the story and get uh, Zack Snyder and his team back to write Wonder Woman 3 because if they don't, I'm sorry, they're going down the wrong path. It, 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 this movie reminded me a lot of the 80s version of Superman. The 80s version. I, I know a lot of you might, you know, love Christopher Reeve, and Christopher Reeve was a cool best, you know, one of the best Supermans, you know, ever, you know. But, but the stories were weak, you know. Um, Lex Luthor supposed to be like the most smartest genius guy in the world, and he's working with two dumbheads. I mean, how how are you supposed to be the most genius person, and you're working with dumbheads? I know it's based on a comic, but you got to switch. You got to take the comic and bring it into the real world, like like make it believable, and. And you know, and I hate I hate the forced comedy kind of stuff. But when you're watching uh, One Woman '84, you know, you bring Chris Pine back. You brought him back cheap. It, it was it was so cheap, guys. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to spoil it. I, I I don't care. I'm going to spoil it. 
listen, there was there's there's a robbery that was going on at the beginning of the movie. You know, they're uh, breaking into this uh, coin a bank kind of a place, and and they're like, I don't, we don't want none of this jewelry here. We want what's in the back. So they they break in the back very easily, and they had like gold bars. They have all this, and they had this. I forgot what they call this thing, but it makes your wishes come true. All right. Think about this. You got this thing that make wishes come true. And it's just laying in a, in a back room of people selling jewelry, coins. <coughs> you know, it's like, it's like something this powerful, something that could just do magic on the whole world. is just laying here, laying there in a back room where somebody could steal it so easy. When did somebody notice this before? And had it have it locked up, but you had this character, right? Pedro Pascal from the Mandalorian. He's such a great actor and stuff, and and he, he's Maxwell Lord in this, and and he's basically a, a loser in this. You know, everything he's done in his in, in his life is lose. You know, he's a con man. So this con man knows exactly where this magical thing is, but nobody else does. But uh, uh, you know what I mean? I mean, I, if that was me. If somebody gave me the script, I'd be like, no, I'm going to rip something off from Raiders of Lost Ark. Make, make somebody earn going into a tunnel, uh, going to, you know, what mash or something and, and finding this thing and stealing this thing. Cause, because something this powerful magic is somehow just laying around in the back room and it, nobody knows his magic, but this, this Pedro guy does Maxwell Lord does. I mean, it's so cheaply done. And then, of course, one woman stops the, the robbery and they send all these places to this like museum so they can look at it and write it down, you know, for investigation, whatever. And of course, it happens to be the same place that Wonder Woman works in. What are the chances of that? So, chance of stealing something so easy in the same city where they live and in in the same museum where Wonder Woman is works? I mean, could you could you not get any more cheap in the writing? I mean, my God, it's I you know it's it's just crazy to think of that somebody with a lack of of writing that can make it so simple, and then and then you know, uh, and then the most craziest thing happens. You know, they're touching this thing, right? And she kind of makes a wish to bring uh, her uh, Steve Trevor back, you know, played by Chris Pine. And then uh, in the middle of a party, this guy that kind of looks like Chris Pine, but it is Chris Pine in his body. And then he walks up to Wonder Woman and, and, he's, and she's just, you know, hearing him speak and the words like, oh, my God, you know, this is Steve Trevor. And they, just like that, you know, it's just like she's kissing him, you know, and they go back to their uh, whole room and stuff. And I'm sitting there like. Listen, if, if somebody who I love passed away and just shows up and it actually not just showed up looking like somebody else that almost looks like him and but knows everything you've said, I'd be like, is this a clone? I'd be like, what the hell is this? I, I'd be wanting to do a blood test. I'm finding out what's going on. How is this possible? And if you knew this is from this magic thing, uh, you're Wonder Woman. You should be going after it. You need to stop it before anything happens. But, but. But no, that story, they wrote it so bad, she goes right off and, and goes off with this guy. And then it's just like, really? I mean, and, and 
And then Pedro's at up. Uh, oh, sorry, I keep calling the, the actor Maxwell Lord, and you know, is making out with you know, not making out with Christine Wig, like like hitting on her to get back to her office and like kissing her. And he steals the the magic thing from her that like that quick. It's like, oh, oh, root. It's like, man, the, the easy. I I I wish I knew about this magic thing. If I could just walk in like this and steal it like they do it, shit. I I'll have every power in the world, every magic. I, fuck it. It, it. They made it look so goddamn easy. And, and God, and you just sit there and you're like, ah, really? I mean. <laughs> I mean, everybody's telling this thing is so easy. And the only cool thing about this movie was in the beginning, they had uh, Wonder Woman, like, uh, uh, she's a little kid, in this big race, right? She's in this big race. And, and the, the race is about showing the morals of, of, you know, to win a race. And basically, she cheats. She cheats to win, but she didn't actually win because um, I forget the uh, actor that is Robin Wright, maybe, uh, uh and to pop, I don't know their name. I can't say their name. You know, stop her from winning. Said you can't cheat to win, right? And so, so, you're, so I'm thinking like it's gonna be kind of like the Karate Kid, right? In the Karate Kid, he's learning how to use the crane, and then then at the end of the movie, you know what he learned from the beginning is what he used to win the fight. Okay, so you're thinking that that the moral story is you can't cheat. You gotta you know face it right on. That's how you win honestly. No. They didn't do anything like that for any ending of this movie. Nothing. Nothing. No. 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 And then they show like a statue of, of the gold suit of this marvelous gold suit. That's like one of the most powerful metals in the world, right? So so you're expecting that this suit, right? This suit's going to do um, something um, special, right? You know? And, and yeah, later on, she gets in this big fight with uh, Christine Wig, and she's wearing the suit, just gets her, and it's like, Wow, that, that that was a a flat out waste. I mean, that was just a a waste. I mean, it, it, you know, you could have uh, written this where uh, Kristen, we actress, you know, Barbara Minvera, whatever her name is, the cheetah, and maybe like Pedro, like really team up fighting, and then she needs the suit to be able to get through Pedro because he's about to um, um, zap the whole planet to you know to just like basically do all his wishes and kind of go mad. Like use the use the suit to fight that? No, use the fight Christine Wig. <laughs> That's a, it's like a whole waste of suit. It's like it's like I don't know what they were thinking when they wrote this. It, it, did they write it for uh, fifth graders, fourth graders, third graders? Because to me, that seemed like what they did. You know, they needed Zack Snyder to write this all the way. I mean, they needed some Zack Snyder in this movie. They really did. Zack Snyder is is always the director, producer guy. He always gets get gets bad you know you know you know he always gets bad uh publicity whatever he does you know you know he's the one that came out you know 300 you know the watchman movie does such great things and his writing is so awesome and so like a little bit realistic i don't have a problem with patty jenkins director she's a great director but they sugarcoated this movie sugarcoat writing this and it, nothing was earned it was just Let's get here. Let's get here. Let's get here. Let's get here. Hey, guys, let's show off the 80s. You know, let's make this 80s. You know, okay, it's in the 80s. Big deal. You don't need to put an 84 title even in a title. That's kind of stupid. You know, don't don't copy the fame off Stranger Things. Make your own movie. You know, if it was me, if, if, if they had they gave me the power 
to make a second Wonder Woman, I would have made it in World War II. Let's have her fight the Nazis now. Hey, you had a World War One. You know, let's continue. You know, have her fight the Nazis. Didn't you didn't you know make a movie about in the third one to make a movie about the eighties where she's fighting the Russians. You know, bringing down the wall. You know, the Cold War. They could have done so many things. They should have gotten Zack Snyder because they did the Superman thing. They cheapen it. Nothing was real. The the fight. Uh, the characters were goofy. It was just, it was this cheap way to bring back uh, Trevor character, and they could have done it so many ways. You know, they could have done it where uh, Pedro Witch to Trevor to come back on purpose to like, to like confuse Wonder Woman. You know, to get get her get her off of him so he could do this master plan. Have him like bring him back on purpose, you know, maybe write it in that way. So you're, you're, you're not just fighting Wonder Woman. You're, you're making her like loopy because her man's back. And then you use like, like killing him as a way to destroy Wonder Woman. And then Christine Wig, you know, they never really talked about why she even likes the cheetah, you know, and you know, just one moment, minute, you know, she has almost equal powers as Wonder Woman. The next thing you know, she's looking like a cheetah and never really explain that any further. So the first part, the first thing wrong about this movie is the writing was just horrible. Um, they should have, they should, it's, it's hard to even talk about this movie because the first one was good. It was fun. The writing was was there was some good comedy in it, some good natural comedy, but it wasn't forced. Like when Steve Trevor, Chris Pine was dressing different clothes, I'm like, oh my god, this is so stupid. Like, come on, give me a break. Oh, it's just it, and you know, I'm not gonna be if I'm gonna review a movie, I'm not gonna be uh, uh, uh you know making it nice just because, you know, we got to support the women. We do got to support women. Don't get me wrong. We got to support women big time. But I'm not going to uh, uh, give a movie extra kudos just because it's a woman character versus a man character. You got to be truthful to this movie. And when I've heard, like, like uh, uh, reviews are coming out in the beginning, like, you know, great things about it, I'm like, okay, then maybe the commercial trailers weren't, weren't, you know, all that. Maybe there's something maybe to this. Nope. There was nothing to it. It was just one huge big disappointment and they got to do better they they really do because if they don't i, I don't care if they watch um wonder woman 3 i heard they're gonna be a fast track and if it's gonna be the same writers patty jenkins is gonna be writing it i don't know i'm out and if, if this is the direction that dc is going more into because aquaman was like on the borderline of going there right and so Aquaman, I got away with. It was fine, you know. It wasn't one of my favorites, but it was good. It was it was just solid. But they tip they they tilted over, and now I think they're going to a direction that I, I was hoping they don't. There's something special that Zack Snyder did, and the only thing I'm excited for now is really is this next uh, Snyder extended version of Justice League. What are you gonna do? Because beyond that, I'm just gonna have to wait until. Um, the new Batman to see how that goes because I, I want a Man of Steel sequel, but if you're not going to let uh, Zack Snyder come back and, and, and do Man of Steel 2, I'm afraid on what another director is going to do with this movie. I really am afraid. Uh, you know, I don't want to see a cookie-cutting 
Superman. I don't. I want to see a realistic kind of Superman. And that's what they did with Wonder Woman. They made her cookie cutter. They made this more towards TV and comics, and it shouldn't have been. So I'm, I'm telling you guys, you know, go watch it. You know, it's on HBO Max. See, they got a free week or free trial or something. You know, find a way to watch this. See for yourself, you know. And to me, this movie is a huge disappointment. And I, 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 I'm so afraid on the direction of what DC is going to now after seeing this and seeing how Aquaman was kind of going that direction. But I got away with it with Aquaman. But this one, they finally tilted over, and I'm not fine with it. So hopefully, hopefully you guys like this podcast. I'll, I'll be doing some more like movie. Re- uh, I'm sorry, guys. Movie reviews on my podcast and beyond that. I want to thank you guys for listening and uh, please leave comments. Um, if you don't know, I do a show on YouTube called Gypsy Road: Journey into the Paranormal Effect. And so please subscribe to that channel. Just go to search, type in Gypsy Road, and you'll find it. I'll I'll, I'll write the um, my YouTube page in the description and beyond that. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, I'll see you next time. Have a nice day.